Welcome back to Third Coast Podcast, guys. What's going on? What it do, Gators? It's Joe. What's up, Cleve? What's good with it, Joe? What's happening, Kobe? Louisiana Zone, where the potholes, sinkholes, and wormholes collide. listeners that have like those jobs that have the time and the availability are they listening on the way to work are they listening on the way back from work are they listening at home on the weekend late night like on their breaks because like when when do y'all listen to podcasts yes all right so like when when do when do you listen to podcasts uh allegedly i listen to podcasts uh sometimes during my daily activities beating okay. uh, you, masturbating uh, yeah that's the best time to get information you know it's like the, the it clears your once you get your mind clear of all that un, unused or you have to like clean the pipes then listen to the podcast that way you know you're stress free you, you, you can like give the podcast your all by listening you don't think about Tits and ass because seemly, seemly, <laughs> seemly. <laughs> All right, oh, that's a great way to welcome yourself back. Hey, Kobe. dude, you got a fucking piss in that fire, man. Like, I don't give a shit. It feels good to be back to our listeners, our viewers. Welcome, guys. You know, welcome to the Third Coast Podcast with your host Clee. Got my man Joe. What it do? What it do, Gators? And Kobe's back. You got old Kobe, aka. Great white ginger shark, big red, fucking Colorado cobra, aka Kobo, Kobo, uh, no, aka Cahoba, 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 aka I just been saying Jehobi, 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 Obi Wan Jehobi, or Jenobi. Yeah, Kobo is the new one. That's what uh, that's what I get called on the boat is oh Kobo, Kobo. Yeah, I bet you that's what you do get called on the boat. Uh, hey man. Well, now that you're able, late, late night. Oh, dude, I'm so able, bro. Yeah, you're able. I'm now. able. You're not ordinary fuck, bro. Hell yeah. And I got a, uh, you know, I, I, I did get a written letter of recommendation by my captain and my performance as a soon-to-be AB crane operator. Oh, nice. So nice. I'm about to be fucking uh. full time on those fucking sticks. Hopefully, man, that's the, good, bro. I mean, like, it's, it, I still got a. Thank Congratulations! You, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, congrats and check that out <laughs> on the podcast. I haven't, too, I haven't, fucked, I haven't fucked anything up it. yet. So, like, you know, you gotta fuck up to learn shit. But I ain't fucked up yet, so I'm still learning. You know, so aside from that, but everything's been going good, dude. There was a fucking. I want to tell y'all. So we're fucking far out there, right? And there's a bunch of birds, and you got to think like, oh, birds are smart creatures. Far out where exactly? Like, like in what waters? Like 200 miles out. Or 150 miles out off the coast of uh, 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 South Padre Island. Okay, all right, Gulf, Gulf of Mexico. Gulf, like we're okay, in, we're right, in the, we're, Gulf, we okay. are like in the middle of you know the shit. Yeah, there's other seafarers in the world, so you know got to get those waters cleared. And these dumbass birds, 
are out there, like a fuck ton of them. And, dude, so we're, like, sitting there watching and shit. And, you know, I'm still, like, fairly new to the industry. And I'm like, fuck, these birds are dying because they don't, you know, have anything to eat, no fresh water and shit. And then you wake up the next morning and you find 20 birds that have been decapitated and shit like that. And I tell Dylan, uh, shout out Dylan Scott. He's uh, the DP on my boat. He's like, dude, we have falcons out here. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, go look at that uh, the helideck of the platform. You look at the fucking helideck on the platform. There's fucking two falcons, and you see those motherfuckers murdering these motherfuckers like mid-flight, ripping heads off. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so there's falcons killing sea, other other birds. Sea falcons, yeah, dude. Sea falcons, yeah, sea falcons. <laughs> That's sea falcons with the long beak. No, no, no. It's little. No. It's like a little curve. Uh, they, they got talons. That they're they're. Uh, so yeah, the, like the beak is like is is like a mid beak, but it curves at the tip of the end. You think about it like so, like birds. It's like a little mile, like it, a small it, hook. It curves. The curves, yeah, it, yeah, it's got it a good curve in it. Good curve, you know, not a bad curve. But they got talons. But they're uh, they're they're fucking uh, carnivores, <laughs> man. They're good carnivores. Yeah, dude. They fucking uh, oh, the curve. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't. Sorry, I don't know I'm if you listen to a lot of the lady rappers, you know, nowadays. But in that one song, you know, the 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 WAP, she she likes a uh, a gentleman to have a good curve implemented. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to those dudes out there, you know, with those fucking left and right <laughs> yeah, turns, yeah, with you know the, the left and right <laughs> hooks, huh? Well, apparently uh, there is there's a. There's a, it's not a disorder or something, but there's something called wherever your dick goes up, like this way, like this. Upwards? Skywards? Upwards, yeah. yeah like skyward. So like Skyward direction? Yeah. But there's, a, there's, there's medicine out there to like make that from not a thing no more. Because like, like some dudes just have like fucking backward hook dick, dude. Would you take that medicine? <laughs> so if you, if you took the medicine, would it... Like, straighten you out, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, oh no, we're laughing at the same time. Fuck it, (laughs) fuck them. I'm just kidding. So there's there's fucking fucking falcons that terrorize other birds out there. Yeah, dude. They don't eat them. They just kill them. No, they they do eat them. But you you'll find like I found a whole fucking backbone with the heart still attached to it. It's the like, style of kill that they perceive. Yeah, they're they're they, predators. They're, they're predators. Pred- and like the they're like the velociraptors of birds dude, in the ocean. They're fucking flying dinosaurs, bro. I mean, technically. Technically. You know, technically. apparently their takedown is decapitations and their methods of eating and surviving is all the parts around the heart and tissue. Yeah, they the, eat the muscle, not the tissue. The falcons yeah. are doing good, but the other birds, these, these are like fucking sparrows and like, like, like these are tea tiny beautiful birds, man, and they're getting fucked up, man. I feel so bad for them. Shout out to uh, the fucking rain frog. Yeah, this whole no, rain yeah. frog right there going yeah. off. That's an old uh, no, green tree frog. He's looking for something. It's the best time to get some little tadpoles swimming. We got some. We got some little overcast weather. We don't know if it's. I don't think it's not supposed to rain anymore. It rained on me on the way here. It's like fifteen percent when I check. So Hell I don't yeah. think it's uh, gonna be heavy rain tonight. Hopefully not. It's been a long time since we did a show while it rained though. Yeah. It's yeah. been a long time, so that's, that's a good good track record. There's an episode that Joe and I recorded at my house. I forget what episode that was, but um, it was raining that day. Um, Is that uh, <clears throat> prohibited substances, maybe? I think so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I do believe. 
Uh, make sure y'all check that episode out. And uh, if you want to lose weight, that's an episode to check out because once you figure out some of these harmful additives and chemicals that are added at cheap cost for the consumer, you would think about picking up them bag of chips or that uh, Mountain Dew that has uh, flame-retarding chemicals in it. Hell right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it also leads to questions of matter of, like, sleeping to indigestion, and once you connect all of the formulas to what these bad contents contain, it'll really give you like a perspective on the health side of things, you know, to really just kind of make sure that you're eating the right things to be able to get the proper sleep that you need and like that. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, it it turned out really well. Uh, Speaking of uh, prohibited substances, my bad. Uh, So Dylan, on the way back home from the boat, had brought up a good idea. We were just sitting there uh, on the way back home. I was like, hey, man, you think that, like, since you got this new job that, uh, you know, your your boys are back swimming? I'm like, what the fuck you mean? He was like, you know, you, you quit smoking Skeeter, and now you're fucking sober for a month at a time, and you think that's how Allie got pregnant because, you know, if, you know, the world, yeah, does, the, the world doesn't know, I don't, I don't do it on the inside. I, I don't, I don't, I prefer not to. It doesn't feel good to me. I know that's crazy as a man saying that because apparently finishing on the inside of a woman is like classic and like, <laughs> and like I prefer not to just for you know baby making reasons and feeling wise you know I just I just don't there like the way go. it feels and so I was like it's a good point so like I, I guess I just smoked weed for so long and like drank constantly that. My my boys were just like they were dying. They man. were like they were like just fucking <laughs> it slowed down, man. And now since uh since I don't have a way to drink constantly and I can't smoke weed anymore, I'm gonna have to get a vasectomy, man. Yeah, I don't know if it works like that though. I don't think you can have just one child and be automatically vasectomy. I feel like if you have the money and you're at the right age and you have a good I feel like you know I'll do good in an interview like hey why do you need this like dude I never needed like a kid or wanted one in the first place and I just so upgraded in life one's one one and done one and done I remember that I remember me saying that at well one point in time. Cle- Cleveland's doing something right he's well, got one well yeah I have one but you know it's like in the future like if I find the right woman for me then I'm gonna have two more. I'm gonna get my boy. You know, I gotta but get are my you, boy. Are you gonna be comfortable having kids at yeah, a I'm, later age? Yeah, I'll be comfortable with it. I mean, you know, well, your pop did that, right? Yeah, you're, but your pop's for the most older part, gentleman. like I feel that if I have at a comfortable age, I'll be more at a suitable standard to be able to provide and right, have stability. Right. Versus whenever I had my first kid, and you know, things are like not being solid as I would have liked it to have been because I kind of went outside of like. The old, the old fashioned tradition of getting married before you have kids. Right, right. Like well, that, I, so me too. Yeah. It just, uh, it goes into that perspective that if I do have any more, you know, it goes into a greater conscious that I want a solid foundation and a woman that can really hold down the fort by yeah. my side. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so that that's important, but. For now, yeah, she's my one and only. Hell yeah. You know, things are progressing in my life pretty fair. You know, I told myself, man, like, I ain't, that's not my focus, you know, right yeah. now is to have a kid is to, you know, fucking work hard, make my money. When life's hard, work harder. Remember when, like, the priority was just bitches, though? Like, oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> just ladies? Yeah. 
I said it a while ago. Well, it was just like, just like, oh, dude, we got to get some girls, man. Like, oh, and you know what? And you know, it was like ninety percent of the time we were kids. We went, we would go to full on lengths, lengths, and never even get close to them. We just ended up just finding something else to do or just getting fucked up. I mean, like, dude, we're gonna we're gonna get some girls this weekend. Like, hell yeah, dude, we'll go do this. I'm like, man. Fuck them. Like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck. You gotta fuck them, but fuck them. But sometimes you gotta them. Uh, <laughs> speaking on Bambinos, uh, Nicholas is uh, celebrating his twelfth birthday yeah. today, and uh, congrats, congrats. It's so crazy too. It's like he he likes Legos, but he's like he'll build them and like half build them, and then which is fine. I mean, it's his or whatever. But so he got his birthday money and stuff, and. Uh, he went and bought a hundred and thirty dollar office Lego set. Will he build it like to scale, or will he start building it and then start like doing his own custom shit? Yeah, about okay. halfway through. Yeah. But uh, he was showing me. He's like, I like it so much. It's because look at all the little characters you get, and you get all the office people. Apparently, That's awesome, it's man. and I ain't never. I've watched some of the Office with you before you and Alice. Wait, it's actually based off the show The Office. It's yes. Get it's, out of uh, here. It's the Office Lego set. What? It's all the Office. Uh, Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, it's got all That's the characters. The and <laughs> Dunder <shit>. Mifflin. <laughs> but, I thought it was just like a. a, a Office concept. No, no, like no. It's the, it's the official office Lego set oh, with all badass. the characters and stuff in their Lego forms. It's like 14, 15 different people they were yeah, showing yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the whole cast. I didn't know that they had yeah. those. Yeah, they have that. That's fantastic. Man. Scott, yeah. I do. I do like the look of the architectural ones where you can build like certain types of buildings and stuff. They're like they're not just like not really kitty oriented. They're still Legos because like. The whole thing about Lego, we could do a whole podcast on like Legos. and adults. Yeah, because Legos. they're like like structurally and like, you know, engineering wise and architecturally, you can like literally build things to scale from Legos. And how the setup is between like the dimensions of each type of Lego, you can you can literally do mo- scale models of things. And yeah, it's like an emulation of a model where you can take the block size and then compare the block size to like a foot. I wish that I still life, I wish I know? still had like my Legos from whenever I was a kid because like now I'd sell those motherfuckers because <laughs> we had a we had a tote like the size of the ice chest filled to the brim of just Legos. Yeah, different shapes like L's, long shapes, and like the, short the, the, shapes. like the like the the small little like uh, the planes, like the flat things you build on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We had a bunch of those. Uh, Josh and I actually got into uh, the Lego magazine uh, one year for doing like a custom build and shit or whatever. Yeah, I love Legos, but damn, that shit expensive. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely not fucking cheap. But uh, he, Leg- go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, it's fine. Uh, Alyssa, you know, did that like slime cake for her, and I asked Nicholas. I what was is like, that? I sent it in the group chat. You didn't see that? No. What the fuck's a slime cake? I'll I show you after the show. Okay. Uh, it was triple layer, because uh, Alyssa and Nicholas's birthdays are real close together. Alyssa's birthday's on the 14th of April. Nicholas's birthday's on the 7th of May. It's less than, what, three weeks? Yeah. 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 My pocketbook is fucking reeling <laughs> from that shit. I bet. Yeah. But uh, I asked him what kind of cake he wanted, and I already know what he wanted. He wanted a Reese's ice cream cake, but it's in the fridge now. It, 
It's good. Like, I keep birthdays real simple now, especially as my children are getting older. Like, everything, people put birthdays out there, do these big old things and get their whole family together and shit. That don't, that's just you flexing. That's you flexing your wealth against your family. That ain't taking time to make it special for your child, you know? Well, isn't it really big for, like, whenever the kids are super young, too? It's, like, a, a more, like bigger bash in a family oriented thing up until they get to a certain age and then yeah but still and when when they get to like seven eight nine ten you know like you know that we have the fun jump place and stuff like that why you know it's like it's a standard like okay my child went to the fun jump place what are you going to do for your child for you know what are you going to do with your child for your birthday you bring them to the fun you know and then oh, you you, you fall into, into the same jump. routine i'm gonna go back to chuck e cheese at least one time to see what kind of shithole that is because I don't remember. No, no. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. cheese is upgraded. Oh, really? It's still uh, for kids. Hey, we're the ticket system still not that great, but... We're it, supposed to be getting a Dave & Buster's in Lake Charles. Dave & Buster's go hard, bro. Yeah, we went to win... Uh, the one in Houston? Houston. Dude, yeah. it's fucking badass. Yeah, it's great. The food's, yeah, like the, the food's like kind of like Chili's. They have mixed drinks. They have beers on draft and shit like that. And, like, the games are fantastic. Like, we had so much fucking fun. I like air hockey. Big fan of air That's hockey. That's what we need, an air hockey team. We need an air Didn't hockey Didn't you have table. one? Didn't you used to have one? Way way at back the, when. At the frat house. Yeah, at the frat house. Yeah. Like air hockey, pool, foosball, those games like that. You know, they need a place in Oakdale where it hosts like that, where it sells draft beer and serve food. That, dude, that... That's a good. That's a good concept. A good Oakdale concept. needs a, a real sports bar. It needs yeah. a sports bar. It needs I a mean, real sports has, bar. They have bars, but they don't have sports bars. And like, even like the bars that they have here, it's like out of out outdated pool tables yeah. or like the the pool tables that you do. I say like, it's not, not knocking on Yum Yums because uh, I know the owners and they're they're fantastic, but like the bar isn't catered to. Any, you know, it's just catered to people who like to drink beer. Yes. So yeah, a bar, just... a, an arcade bar. Like uh, my favorite one I ever been to was in Baton Rouge called uh, Ricochet, and they had like he's, like he said fo- uh, foosball, air hockey, uh, darts, uh, everything, even like pinball machines. Like when's the yeah, last time pinball. you actually fucking played on a pinball machine, man? A long time. Yeah, a long, a long time. time since I have. For you sure. know, it's such a it's such a good like. Uh, novelty idea is to have like a sports bar like that i think we should invest in it and invest in bud light uh i was trying to explain <laughs> dial-up internet to china uh last night she was talking about uh she had a story she was telling me about not having wi-fi at some place or something and i'm like you're 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 upset about wi-fi i remember when there the the internet was new like like having internet yeah, in your house was the shit. And like you had, you had to wait to use it. Yeah, and someone you'd be on the internet, and someone would call your house and it would take you yeah, off, it would the take you off the yep. internet. Yep, that's that broadband. <laughs> that dial up. Uh, 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 Did y'all ever use the AOL discs? Yeah, yeah, dude. Josh to and get I, the uh, free internet yeah, service packages. It was like, it was, it was like a, a thousand twenty-seven hours of free internet. So like Josh and I, we were fucking dummies. We're like, oh dude, well, we'll just keep getting more discs. Well, little did we know they started charging the fucking phone company through our phone line. We racked that bill up about like six, seven hundred dollars, and oh. then we lost all internet. We never, we never got it back. <laughs> See, but we live in the time too where you you say like dial up internet and 
you think about that, but we actually live in the time where cell phones were regulated too. Like you could only send text, like text messages, and get calls in a certain amount of like yeah, uh, time. You had what was it? Free nights and free weekends or some yeah, bullshit. Five thousand texts. Yeah, but the the text characters like you could send. It went off by how many text messages you actually sent, but you could send because uh, I remember the old Nokia. B- blue light up brick phones. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to this girl, oh, dude. I was trying everything in me to just potentially have sex with this girl. I'd stay up all fucking night long on this brick. And she, I remember her saying specifically, "Look, don't waste my my minutes with short texts because I'm gonna send you as many things. You know, she's gonna. I'm gonna send you the longest text. That way, I'm gonna get everything out of this. I'm like." Hey, that's why so you, I'm, now I'm we live in a generation. Using, yeah, fucking, so using fucking T9. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have fucking predictive text. You had to fucking spell this shit out. Yeah, like click it yeah, like two or three times, times just to get one letter. Yeah. So like <laughs> for, suck, for the listeners out there, you had like the keypad, right? And you had uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So back in the day when you had the text on these phones, one was like A, B, C. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah, it two. two D, and, yeah, two yeah and then you followed D, the. E, F, G, H. I mean, G, H, I. So you would J, have K, to. And L, M, N, O, P was the only feature that was keyed into four, yeah, four letters. Yeah. yeah. And, and the rest had three. And you would have to, like, the spell cat. You would have to type one, 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 and then wait, and then a one again. You know well, what I'm saying? I remember seeing motherfuckers in school, like, like, oh, everybody got a cell phone now, and so like, you see these fucking rich kids. I called them rich kids because I didn't have a fucking phone at the time, but they're fucking memorized. How, you know, they're not even looking at their phone. They're doing yeah, they're the memorized. Te- yeah, they're they're fucking they they're, they're fucking texting, not even looking at the shit in person. Send. I'm just like. I don't have time for that, man. Yeah, I remember Fee had got me a Blackberry. Fuck, hey, dude, the Blackberry Pearls were fucking top notch, man. Had the little ball, ball in, in the middle. middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball in that the shit middle. was fucking and classic, like man. Bag, yeah, like full fledged keep it. I fell in love with that phone. I ain't want no other phone after I had that one. That and then uh, whenever the Motorola Razor came out, if you had a Razor, you were yeah, the you could shit. Get it, you were the shit. If you had you a were razor, the shit. You, could get if you had Razor. In, you had you had you had the white guys that had Nike shock, Nike shocks. And Motorola Razors, they were the they were I top nev- flight. <laughs> I never liked the Nike Shocks. I, I, hate, I thought I, they were ugly as fuck. Dude. I, I've never been a fan of the Nike Shocks at all. I was still wearing. Y'all remember those boots, the GBX? They were like leather boots that had fucking. They were like knockoff Doc Martens. They were just like big fucking shitty looking boots. I wore those a lot as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Cargo pants. I, I never forget one time uh, I got Swag s- I got some like all all white fucking shoes from Walmart at one time. I thought these motherfuckers were the coolest things in the world. I think I was like eleven or twelve or some shit. And then the downpour. It's like, man, hey Joe, I like them all white you got on there. I was like, yeah, man, these motherfuckers. You know, I was like, you yeah, know, hyping yourself. Uh, and then. Fuck <laughs> said, "How much were them at Walmart?" And I was like, "Oh, the, the I was like, and here it comes." Yeah, like the pies, um, 
And I think the Shacks were at Walmart. Uh, and starter, starter. Uh, yeah, starter. They still had starter. I think they were starters actually. Like well, shit, starter is old school, man. Star- like, starters were around for the fucking like seventies and eighties too. Then like if people didn't buy like that, they bought like British Knights and Reeboks. Yeah. But if you had Adidas. white shoes, K Swiss. K-Swiss and Air Force Ones were like the top yeah. line shoes. Oh, yeah. I had some school. K-Swiss back in and the day. And my stepdad, I, I used to want, because, like, you know, everybody wanted at least one good pair of white shoes. And, like, all right, I'm going to go K-Swiss. Every time I brought home a pair of fucking white shoes, because we lived on a fucking farm. You're not going to wear these bitches out in the yard. I, mean, I remember fucking walking from the house to the car with fucking Walmart bags around my shoes and then taking the Walmart bags before I stepped. Like, first day of school, new kicks. Bam. K-Swiss. Hey, it's it's real. Simpler fucking times, man. Right. (laughs) Yeah, but... But, yeah, Joe, you had something you wanted to bring up earlier on the show? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Cleve. Oh, no problem, no problem. Um, So, well... Kobai kind of Kohoba kind of ruined it, but uh, I'm gonna bring it, it. I'm gonna bring it up anyways. Maybe I'm bringing I'm gonna bring it up anyways. I either uh, ruin yeah, it for the or ruin for it the all, listeners. I would have ruined it right now. That'd have been worse. Okay, so in the movie, uh, <laughs> God damn it! In the movie uh, Idiocracy, <laughs> right, right? Right. Okay, so the clothing director was trying to figure out how to put some different shoes on the you know to generalize how the public dress right futuristically yeah right. and so they didn't have a lot of money so they went with a startup company and that startup company and idiocracy for their shoes is Crocs I've still never owned a pair so a couple of pairs. everybody in idiocracy is wearing Crocs is one of the most popular shoe brands out there right now is Crocs. And I know personally because my niece loves the shit. Loves it. I loves think, Crocs. I think they're hideous. Um, I know they're, they're comfortable. Yeah, they're comfortable. And they're breathable. Yep. I think they're awful looking. Oh, yeah. They're, they're definitely comfortable, but they are awful ass looking shoes. They're, they're I like, mean, when it comes to like not caring about the look, though, like right now, I'm wearing a banana shirt and some linen pants. Yeah, I, but you I look feel, fly as fuck. I feel, <laughs> great. I feel great, too. Like, like I, I said earlier, I feel underdressed. You feel good. I'm wearing right? the same thing with the Crocs, you know? Like Crocs, they have like all kinds. Like at first, you could buy like camo, black, or white. And now they have like blue, red, pink, yellow, orange. Like they have all kind of colored Crocs out there. I feel like the white ones should be banned. Like they should never issue. Cause like you see those motherfuckers. And motherfuckers be wearing that shit you can be, barefooted. Doctors be jeweled them. them now. You can buy like yeah, they got little inserts and shit to fit in the holes. And there's I'm, like I'm not wasting my money on that like different shit. emojis. You can put like your your initials. No, I've, I've, I've worn them, but. I don't want nothing to do with that bullshit. I'm about to say, if somebody bought you a pair of Crocs as a gift. I'd wear them at my house. I would never leave my house with them. You would wear them. I'll I'll wear the fuck out of them. I'd wear them at the house. buy me some fucking shoes. I don't have slippers. Because I wear, like, fucking, like, like slippers at the house, not house shoes, but like, like some slides. slides. Yeah, yeah, slides. Yeah, I wear slides. But I'm, you're not going to catch me in fucking public wearing goddamn Crocs, bro. Straight up. That shit's fucking. <laughs> hey, Kobai, is that you wearing Crocs? Oh, no, I'm not in public. <laughs> Look what movie 
built those shoes. <laughs> Idiocracy. <laughs> so. Jokes on who? <laughs> no, Joke, yeah, jokes on who? These motherfuckers over here racking in fucking cake. He's <laughs> like, fuck yeah, it. The jokes on who? It is, uh, it is good, though, that... That uh, is an interesting damn, fact. Mike. Uh, it is good, though, that everybody's that back at the table. Yeah, it feels good to be back. Always good. Uh, I, I wanted to stay out longer again just to make that chatter, dude. But, uh, oh, Mama Bear... You said no. You bring your ass home. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm pregnant. I need to, you know, yep. I need you to do shit. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Hey, I need like you to that. do stuff. You better facilitate them needs for Mama Bear. Shit, I went and celebrated Cinco de Mayo. I've been, I've been doing shit every night I've been home, man. I think I had one free night, which was Thursday we, night. You making sure that Mama Bear had We can it. talk about Cinco de Mayo if yeah. you want to. Uh, so Cinco de Mayo, right, uh, we, we picture in America. First off, I'm going to throw some facts that... Uh, facts. Dun-dun-dun. So fact number one, Cinco de Mayo is technically it's an American-Hispanic holiday in America only because de- technically... Doesn't it have something to do? Yeah, it with has. The war? Uh, it has to do with the Battle of Pueblo. Yeah, it has the Pueblo, uh, not the. Uh, most people commonly mistaken it as the Mexican Independence. It's not that. Uh, no. Uh, okay, so the Mexican, uh, the Hispanic Independence actually is celebrated in Mexico City on the twenty eighth of May, where we celebrate. It's a uh, American. Uh, it's like American Heritage Day, more like American uh, Mexican Heritage Day type of celebration because on May 5th, back in, I think it was like 18, whatever the fuck, uh, French forces attacked the city of Pueblo, Mexico in order to get their money back, technically. And Hold on. Allegedly. Allegedly. Wait, so that was like after the purchase? Uh, some uh, yeah, something like not deep dive, but something to do with like the uh, the Me- Mexican government owed the French government a lot of money, and yes, and um, so the French was trying to get their money back. So the Battle of Pueblo is like a small underarmed. Uh, That's New Mexico, right? Uh, no, in Mexico. Pueblo, Mexico. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so they fought off the French, but like three days later, the French took and you know won, you know won the battle, blah 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 blah. But it's uh, celebrated in America, 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 but it was mainly produced by beer companies, actually. Really? You know, like how we've uh, talked on previous show about like uh, Christmas and Easter, about them selling candies and stuff. Yeah, Hallmark uh, holidays. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Valentine's Day is another one to produce a product. Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah. It's all, yeah. Same thing. They they took like that small little thing and made it big in America where it's not big in Mexico, but it's big in America. And uh, Anheuser Bush. They got their money back anyway. Get them stocks right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Averages about thirty five percent more beer sales annually on that one holiday versus uh, St. Patrick's Day, and there's another one too. Thank you for saying St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it, they, Day. Yeah, uh, St. Patrick's Day and another holiday, but it's it's technically a tradition that was built in America to sell beer, basically. Hmm. But yeah, what, happy Cinco de Mayo. And what, and what beer is it exactly that they sell? 
Oh, uh, well, what? Anheuser-Busch? Oh, they sell a lot of beers. But they're the biggest beer... Pro- uh, back in the day, they they were the biggest beer that profited off of this holiday. Yeah. Oh, Bush because beer. Anheuser-Busch owns Corona. I didn't know that. Yes. Hmm. Yes, it does. Well, what about Budweiser? Yes. yes. And uh, Heiser Busch is a German company now, yeah, too, that's by the way. Yeah, that's why. So, this is this live sponsored by Anheuser Busch. Not Bud Light. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Plummeting Stocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay in your lane, homie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we have uh, some great stuff. If you know, you know. <laughs> uh, we got some great stuff coming up. Uh, I want to take a small bit of y'all time. Uh, this week, uh, we'll be releasing the interview that me and Charles did with uh, Randy Jackson of Zebra. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm really sorry that we couldn't line it up for everybody to be there. But I want to say thank you for being understanding because if y'all could see the love and the gratefulness of my dad talking to this man, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I it, know it, he had a great time, I it, bet. It reminds me of that time when Mark was trying to leave, and I was over there talking to Norma Jean and <laughs> Pineville, <laughs> and like I was like, "Shut up, shut the fuck up, Mark!" You know, and I'm over there fanboying with like people that I idolize. I learned to play their music too. And yeah, I was just trying to smoke weed with them, but Joe's like trying to meet them and like talk with them. I wanted, I, was, I wanted <laughs> to touch them. Get personal. But uh, I was sitting where Kobe is, and Charles was sitting where you are, Cleve, and just I could see the raw, just the raw motion and just the feels and just in the eyes. Like when you look at someone and see that pure excitement in their eyes, you can't buy that with money. And yeah, we stumbled through. I said um a lot, but it turned out to be a great. A great interview. He's a Hall of uh, Louisiana Hall of Fame. Uh, well, their band is, and they're in the Hall of Fame in Long Jersey. And just <laughs> hold on, Rhode Island. Rhode, uh, is it? Did I say? You said Long Jersey. Oh, Long Jersey, uh, Rhode Island. <laughs> there's Long Island. There's New Jersey. And there's Rhode Island. There we go. Thank you, Kobe. Some long ass jerseys, dude. But <laughs> just, just for Randy Johnson to take his time to sit down and talk on the show was great and uh, if y'all ain't checked out zebra make sure you check out zebra make sure sh- uh sure you check out uh his solo album uh was it uh china run and uh yeah and i can't wait for everybody to hear that and it should should be a great interview and we got uh we got hunter on the back burner because we had to move uh from yesterday to today to record but next week we have uh, mr bear gritty coming down to actually yeah. be on the mic uh, next Saturday. And then next the 20th, we have the lead singer of Cheetah Pipe calling in. Cheater Pipe. Yeah, Cheater. Cheater Pipe? Cheater, yeah, Cheater pipe. pipe. You know what Cheater Pipe is? Is that the pipe you put on to give extra leverage? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Like you can get that extra torque going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one. Oh, that's Cheater Pipe. <laughs> that, they're heavy metal too, right? Or yeah, like, yeah, like, like Southern. Like, like Southern, southern grunge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, listening to Down the other day. It was I actually dope. got to meet those guys at a. We did a birthday bash for Zane. You might have actually been yeah, there. I was there at Ben's at house, Ben's, uh, uh, Psycho Kitchen. It was Zane's thirtieth birthday. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, I was there. That was a good time. Uh, actually, Tal was supposed to play that. Yeah, and but we, uh, we ended up not playing. Yep, uh, fucking Colin Murrow. 
Goddamn Colin. <laughs> and then uh, okay. after uh, Cheater Colin, Pipe, Colin. we have uh, Mr. Manning calling in uh, the week after that. So if you're an artist or entrepreneur or just anybody, if y'all want to be part of the show, we have an open phone line. And you can always be a part to call or be a part of the show. And if you ain't checked it out, check out Third Coast Podcast at 5000w's.thirdcoastpodcast.com on all major streaming platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Amazon Music, Audible, Casbox, iHeartRadio, Radio Republic, Stitcher, anywhere where podcasts can be found. Except for fucking Tidal. Because that's just too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) When we get down to the reality of being a podcast network. (laughs) Oh, this is a good time. I can stop the YouTube right quick. Okay. All right, you guys. I'm going to pause this. Don't cut it out. All right, we're back. And we're back. Welcome back. So, uh, to get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, what is y'all's fondest memory of school in general? Louisiana school system. What's your favorite memory? Oh, Lord. Three o'clock. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say the breakfast pizzas, but I do. Oh, I nice. did enjoy the breakfast pizza and the soybean burgers. Yeah, that. Yeah, well, I don't remember the soybean burger. Just like anytime they had burgers, and soybean patties. Oh, okay. I yeah, <laughs> that wasn't beef. I thought that was like the hearts and the. Yeah, yeah just like the bottom bucket. Of, well, I mean, you know, the school flat. nutrition, you yeah. know, was a, a big thing in ours. Like, cause we they made sure we had meats, starches, even a dessert. Like, I was looking at it into other countries, like in France, like they actually have like steak and like, you know, freshly picked fruits for their desserts. There's something, is there a fucking bird on the roof, like dropping shit? No, no, they don't want this episode to continue, apparently. Look, there goes the frog again. That fucking frog. That motherfucker knows it ain't about to rain. Rain's no, already fondest gone. memories, though, at school is probably like, uh... yeah, it, it was the moment during lunch. You know, like you get lunch recess where, you know, you go go to the cafeteria. You could choose to get something to eat. And if you're in high school, like some places, like in high school, you can, like, leave the property. Like, go to town, get something to eat, come back before your next class starts. So it's just like uh, having that moment of, you know, alleviating, like, the stress of having to cram some knowledge in within a four, you know, four subjects in four hours time span. Each, thought, each subject being about an hour. I thought it was badass to have a girlfriend who had a car. She'd come pick you up, and y'all, like, smoke weed and fuck before school. <laughs> Good old days. How about you, Joe? It's your fondest memory of the... the ed- uh, yeah, of the education. I I mean, I, I really enjoyed band, for sure, and, uh, but... Like I said, them breakfast pizzas, I've never been able to match that in my my taste bud repertoire. Is like it I've Alfredo? Never, it's like Alfredo and I think like Italian sausage Mm-mm, or something. It's pork sausage. Is it? Yeah. Because think about like if you go to Pizza Hut and you get either pork, beef, or Italian, it's the pork sausage is like the breakfast style sausage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never knew that. Uh, I actually have a friend who had ordered some of the breakfast pizzas that they sell in the schools. Yeah. 
I had been meaning to get them, and it's you know it's been well overdue. But I'm gonna pick those, probably pick those up after the episode. But you know, it's uh, the the white ones that you were talking about, yeah. like with the Alfredo cheese and the pork sausage. I feel like, and then if, they have the red one. It's like a red and white one. Yeah, well, that was like that wasn't for breakfast though, was it? There was a breakfast. There was one. one? Yeah, there was one that was red and white. I feel like we could put in. A, I think like Brando's mom, Mama Vicky. I don't know if she still does the cafeteria work um, at Elizabeth, but she may be able to, like, order some for us. Maybe. Maybe. We should look into that because that would be delicious. They are definitely special order because, yeah. you know, to think, like, you know, one of the things, you know, kind of topicing along this episode is, like, you know, they supply, like, over 31 million meals. Jesus. You know, nationwide throughout the U.S. for school lunches. But you think the food lunch standard is like up to par? No, 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 it's not at all. Like if anything, like the standard, it causes kids more so to become overweight rather than to have like a healthy diet, you know, for their, you know, their courses. Meals determine a lot of things. You know, if you put bad energy in, then you're going to produce bad results. Well, also like, they want to like cut corners and save money. Right, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a sense of uh, expenses of accommodating such a large group yeah. under the same condition, in the same studies, circumstances, and to offer them a particular balance of nutrition. I don't know, it, like used to, we would have food charts that would yeah. recommend like how much you should intake. Like It was like a, the pyramid food chart. I don't mm-hmm. know what they have now, but... I do remember that being in our cafeteria, you know, at a young age. That fuck-ass frog, dude. You know what's always been the crazy, though, is when you look at uh, how we were ranked, you think the United States is, like, top-tier education-wise when you look at the world standard, but we are ranked 19th. The United States is ranked 19th overall prosperity index rating. Uh, United States has actually moved down a ranking since uh, 2011. But the top countries for education in the world, uh, starting at number one, is Denmark. Then we go to Finland, Japan, Canada, and Sweden. The United States isn't invested as much in human capital as other developed countries, and is uh, it is compromised advantages is failing behind as a result, meaning our education system is falling behind drastically in the world. In a comparative. Uh, yes. The U.S., uh, compared to human capital and other developed countries and other uh, compromissive advantages globally, is just falling behind uh, the U.S. student math skills have remained stagnant for decades and uh, i say that because it's just the facts like we're we're stuck in the same loop the u.s test scores are below the global average the u.s scored uh 478 in math which is below the oecd average the oecd is uh the organization for economic corporation and development right and their, their average is uh, 489 yes and we're at 478 so there's a that's a problem i mean the gap uh 
with uh, these scores being said in math, the top scoring uh, countries are Asia, Singapore, uh, with, uh, my bad, I misspoke, uh, misspoke. All of the top scores in math around the world are in Asia. And these are some of the countries. Singapore, uh, Macau, Macau, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Japan. I'm not surprised. I mean, in regions and, you know, Singapore, some parts of Singapore is a, a poor part of the country where, you know, like people kind of live like in the, I guess, like the rice fields and things like that where they do labor. But in the cities, you know, they are very prosperous people. And Hong Kong, Taiwan, Japan, like those places speak for themselves. I don't know too much about Macau, but I know for sure, like, you know, Japan is like, I kind of wanted to do a topic on Japan, you know, because a lot of what they have to offer and their whole system, even though there is some dark things I can say about Japan, it's it's just not all like sunshine and brightness. Oh, that's with any major developing country. Right, correct. uh, With like a lot of the, like, Asian institutes, like their like curriculum with let's say like we're just teaching math. It's like economic based studies to where it's gonna they they it's a lot of like finance oriented math. Yeah, that's kind of what surrounds Japan is yeah. their financial failures. You know, they kind of hide those, but you know, if you look at the numbers, quote unquote, and statistics of it, like you know, like their unemployment rate is low, the homeless rate is low. You know, all of these things are low because it, their society accommodates to include the people of the working class as well as the upper class. Well, Taiwan is the biggest uh, microchip producer in the world right? as of now. As of now, until fucking China potentially tries to take it over, just like the same thing Russia's doing to fucking Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because it's in the same, yeah, in the in same, the same ballpark. Because they were like, "Oh, well, this used to be us, and we want it back now." So that that's still potentially you know, it's like, remains. man, we got your shit, man. We about to sell it back to you, boy. There's some bullshit, dude. There's yeah. some bullshit going on. So the economic impact of the education system, as we stand right now, the these low scores mean the U.S. students may not be prepared to take high-paying computer and engineering jobs, which often go to foreign workers. Correct. And uh, Silicon Valley is America's high-tech innovative center, but one research uh, reason uh, reason jobs, which... uh, ah, Take the time. It's because I'm trying to read it so far away. Uh, Hold up. Repeat it. Silicon Valley is America's highest tech innovating center, but for one reason for its success is its cultural diversity of its foreign-born software engineers. Many companies simply outsource their tech jobs overseas, but the result is the same. There are fewer high-paying jobs going to American citizens because they are not qualified. Perception versus reality. That's fucked up. Mm. So it's like, is you think that the educational system can't really market towards that just because they're they can't financially provide it? 
It's yeah. not so much as financially provided, but they don't have the knowledge to know how to operate these technological advances, you know, because there's certain maths that are out there that are mostly taught in Asia where, you know, the U.S. has been trying to, like, kind of rescale their teaching efforts, but a lot of it is kind of like dumbing down our society versus where the more developed countries, like they have a, a formula behind the standards of their math that goes into the, I guess, like the technological field. Like it, it kind of reminds me like the kind of topic about impact. And when I was in Colorado, I wanted to go to school for IT work. And a lot of the IT work I wanted to do was like how to build towers, how to build softwares, and you know how to build the encryption and the encode. Like I was going for the big bucks, basically. Yeah. But a lot of the credentials that you would need, like you can't get those credentials like alone here in this country. Like, no matter how many schools you go to, you would still need to find other sources of higher education, in the sense where these other countries that follow the requirements of the standard have the knowledge already. So, you know, it, it's, it involves more work yeah. into going to a foreign school because you would also have to learn a foreign language and learn how these studies are being taught if you don't have, you know, an English teacher, basically, or a teacher who speaks English. And like it says here, it says, um, like some Americans see no problem with the, the state of the U.S. education system. Nearly half of those who participated in an Associated Press poll said in 2018 that American students' achievement test scores were the same or as better as those of children in other industrialized nations. Okay. So, like 90% of scores were, oh no, 90% uh, of scores did not even recognize that education helps economic growth. The U.S. ranks near the bottom in a survey of students with math skills in 30 industrialized countries and many Americans are in denial. The same survey showed that one-third believed that their own schools were excellent, but only one-sixth believed the same of other schools. The states that protest have lower education scores and this cycle creates a structural inequality. Yes. Uh, with, with that being said is like you think because oh we're in America we got the best education system we, we're doing the best in, uh, in all, all actuality that's not the reality it, no it's uh, <laughs> it's a whole bunch of shit underpaid teachers understaffed teacher uh, Under, money going to prisons yeah, instead of going students. to going to the fucking education system and it ain't in our notes but uh for everybody that's in Louisiana, I just want to let y'all know that every time y'all go buy a lottery ticket or a Louisiana lotto, that is the main contributing fact that supports our education system is gambling. The Louisiana Thanks. lotto Thanks. is the main source of income for the education system in Louisiana. All right, so getting to spending income. So... Without looking at your notes, guys, how much do you think the U.S. actually spends on the educational system? About $1 trillion a year. $1 trillion. Yeah, I'd say $1 trillion. I'd say probably about $500 um, million. I would say somewhere at least a couple billion at least. 
All right, so how many couple of billions? All right, well, it's a fucking lot. So numbers, K. This is just high school. This is not. This is not even like college tuition, uh, government grants that involve college. This is just K through twelve, like grade school. So spending revealed that the U.S. spends fourteen, pretty much fifteen thousand dollars per public school per student per year, which equals a outstanding. Seven point six two billion dollars. Oh, seven hundred sixty-two billion. Billion dollars. Yeah, so that's not a, too far. That's, that's a fucking damn near close too far to a trillion. From a trillion. Hey, it's, yeah. So it's like, just the high schools. That doesn't include colleges. No. So like the top five states when it comes to education is New Jersey, Massachusetts, Florida, Washington State, and Colorado. Correct. The the states that rank bottom. All right, here this is where we'll we show up, right? So the states that rank bottom, Arizona at 46th, Alabama, Louisiana, Alaska, and New Mexico are last. Wow. That is uh, upsetting. Yeah, good, good old Louisiana showing up at the bottom, boy. Yeah, hey, we can win, we can we win SEC championships, but. Man, we can't educate them. <laughs> that's, fucking, exactly. that's fucking crazy. When you, when you have it, like, laid out. When you have the numbers, because like we can speculate all fucking day, I'm like, you know what? We know we we know systemically that it is a lot, and that's just from the report of this record. This these numbers can change over time. Well, this this comes from a survey from like 2018. Yeah, it's it's pretty relevant, and we so five years later, it's got to be higher, and when you and no better. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that trillion marker sounds about right. <laughs> when when we talked about, like, the prison system, we're talking about the education system, and uh, a lot of it seems like a lot. But it's just a real fact to us as citizens of this great boot state, which we love. There's nothing wrong. Oh, yeah. I love Louisiana. Yeah. There, there's nothing wrong with us loving our state, but... A lot of people turn a blind eye in our state to what's really going on, and they don't want to accept the facts. We we rank the lowest in education. We're the highest tax place. We have the highest percentage of going to jails. We have more jails and churches than anything else. But What was the number of churches you told me? It was like 7,600. There's, there's 7,638 churches in the state of Louisiana, and there's over 1,000 in DeRitter. Yep, I live in DeRitter now, and literally every, every block... block. Every block, Every fucking block, it like has, holds like it holds like a can, fucking Guinness World Record. But it, it's this—it's the thing. It's not changed. It's it. Yeah, the Louisiana Louisiana has changed, but the core principle of what controls the people of Louisiana is still in effect, and it's still it's right there in front of everybody's faces, and everybody turns a blind eye. Louisiana is under undereducated. Louisiana is prison heavy and tax dollars not being spent the way it should be right but so, i digress well let's get into college then who, who, who wants to take this piece yeah uh, u.s college versus other countries the monetary cost of attending a modern college university or other institute of higher learning can also oh i'm sorry of higher learning can often be prohibitively high tuition fees in the united states for example, averaged about ten thousand to thirty-eight thousand per year That's in the U.S. Crazy. That's fucking crazy. In twenty twenty-one and twenty twenty-two, 
with many private universities exceeding $50,000. Housing and living expenses added to that total, grants and scholarships can help offset tuition costs, but typically fall short. As a result, many students, particularly minorities who earn a disproportionately low income in many countries, can't afford to attend colleges. Those students who attend must often take out massive student loans, saddling themselves with significant debt that can take decades to repay. Yep. To address these concerns, a number of countries have made college university tuition free for their citizens. In these systems, higher education is available to most students at little to no cost, often requiring only a small administrative fee regardless of limiting factors such as income level or social status. Most of these countries are developed nations and many are democratic socialist states in which government can also provide other essential services such as universal or single-payer health care. Here's a list of the countries that have free to low health cost college tuition. Argentina, <clears throat> Austria, Belgium, Brazil, Cuba, Czech Republic, Denmark, Egypt, Estonia, Fiji, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Iceland, India, Iran, Italy, Kenya, Lebanon, Luxembourg, Malta, Mexico, Morocco, New Zealand, Norway, Panama, Philippines, Poland, Spain, Slovenia, and Sweden. So, with that being said, <laughs> how, so, as how? most Americans will be fast to say, how the fuck do these, you know, do, how the fuck is this possible whenever we can't do this? I blame it on capitalistic corporations correct that we correct. that we fucking cater to for nothing essential this is just like extra shit that yeah, is extra to. shit for the one man's common game they call yes. big brother right right like you got you got big brother pharma you got all these big big brother corporations that like that will like, let's say like procter gamble how many of the same products do they fucking create that did the same goddamn thing. It just has a different label and a different smell. It's all about keeping you in your place and keeping the 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 generational wealth gap in its place and keeping you where you need to be because in the United States we don't believe in taking the educated few and yeah, uh, we take on capitalism and, some, and whoever has yeah, the most. You could money. be you could be the most retarded person in the world, but can't, if you come from uh, you can be the most idiotic person in the world, but you if you have money backing you, you can control everything, and it doesn't matter about, well, that, I don't know. It's, well, it, it stems from, like, other stuff. Like, we talk about, like, the prison system and stuff. It all wraps up into a big ball is where the general population is designed to fail. Well, but the, all these other countries, they're, like, kind of, like, this socialist areas they are more in tune with like the sense of community and well-being for each other right. versus own marketing and making a goddamn dollar 
they're 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 trying to better themselves together as a whole versus uh dude no i'm i'm just trying to I'm trying, of, I'm trying to get better than you. A lot and stay of the countries on the list, not to cut you off, but a lot of the countries on this list have had revolts because of their education systems, and they've even had wars because of like what was being bestowed on the community is their education. It's like they didn't want to follow by it, but they wanted to follow a structure where people can commonly get along and unify as one group of people for one particular cause like some people would call that communism in some places where they kind of follow behind one leader but it's more of i guess socialism yeah, that's, what, that's what it is like yeah, exactly like a, socialism yeah, but which a lot of people still have a problem with that because there's no gain for like there's there's no room for a capitalistic a capitalistic ideal. gain, but there is i feel there is more gain in people unifying than there is in a in a dollar sense. Well, that's why like my my biggest fucking hang up right now is just like all right, so with America and with on our freedom of speech, it starts out we the people aren't we supposed to be running this motherfucker together, but we're still falling to separatism and still either going left or right or staying in the middle because we don't even want to be involved with what the fuck is even happening surrounding us just because. What's going to fucking change for the better? A lot of what happens is like whenever you get a, a I guess, a, America identifies it as a radical. But when you have a free speaker who speaks out on a public scale and it connects to millions of people, America has this tendency to like click a bullet in the chamber that, you know, doesn't that doesn't spin. It's like, OK, buddy, it's like you, uh, you, you want to. <laughs> I feel like it's we, a failing we, business. Yeah, they a lot of the free speakers get, you uh, know, silently, well, silently. Are we, are we, are we free speakers? Are we free no, speakers? No. If you look at the, you look at big nations as the whole, right? And you look at the global powers of the world, and you look at the United States, Russia, China, and a lot of big other, you know ballpark players <laughs> a lot of big brothers out there. Oh, big and then you, out there. you set aside race ethnicity uh sexual orientation and everything you look at china and hong, uh, hong kong as an example government took that shit right the fuck over and then you look at going on right now this is not you know like or anything that anybody wants to tag to but you just look at it as a general aspect of like free speech and uh, people in Hong Kong protesting the Chinese government are keen to ex. Uh, I think Hong, uh, is Hong Kong in Taiwan or Hong no, Kong no, is no, in no, China? No, Hong, Hong Kong is uh, China. It is. Yes, in China. it okay, used to be right. British. Uh, uh, something that like the British like conquered it, it and it was like an island. Question, but uh, uh, anyways. You see all these major countries that uh, when people stand up for freedom of speech and all, uh, you know, government uh, reprimands and stuff. And you see all these different people in all these different countries when they stand up against the governments, they get locked away. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is a free country, but don't stand up against us and don't say nothing. Don't say nothing we don't like. And it's happening right here. It happens in China. It happens in 
uh, Iran, it happens in all major countries, and as common folk, we sit back and we don't say shit about it, but you look at it, it's like, only thing they did was just say that they didn't like what was going on, you know, and uh, it's, 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 we're, we're, we're living in the age where it's going to come, the hammer, the hammer is coming down on free speech, and when it happens, the world is going to, they, we think we have free speech, we have limited free speech, in my opinion. Well, look at, look at the, the, the whole, okay, so, I, I love, I love, I love the great things about where I live in, in this nation, okay, but I, we, we see the flaws within the system to where there's no correct there's no immediate corrective action just because ever since for the past two centuries it's it's just such evolved and we've given way to so much I think like maybe like too much freedom is a bad thing because it, it does. Oh, communist! Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, there's, Stalin. There's there's not enough order because uh, so when you run a country, you want to treat it as a business. So if you're not if you're not, it's a we run a business, right? How would you run a business as as the owner? You want to do the best you can to provide. Are you going to be greedy, or are you going to like help out your employees to better themselves? The reality of this statement is, in order to run a business, you need to capitalize off of someone's willingness to work. There's too much capitalizing, though. That's what it was. off of someone's willingness to work. And when you have a society now yeah. that's short attention span, not even at all driven to work at all, it's produced this rebellion <laughs> to where. Our very government is at risk simply because yes, of, it has been for a long it's time. Been, yeah, it's been this way for a long time. Ever, I want to say ever since Bush, actually. Dude, I remember I was talking to someone on the boat about this. Like, I remember in like I think like fifth or sixth grade, we were our national debt status was only like three trillion dollars, and now it's fucking like thirty trillion dollars. Yeah, because you know, ever since you know with. Ever since that whole, like, you know how they had that thing with 1999 and, like, how the year 2000 was supposed to be, like, this big global thing. And it's, like, over the course of years, yeah, things have happened globally. Like, you know, the stock stock markets crashed. U.S. went to a recession. We went to this fake-ass war. We pulled our people out. <laughs> There's a new war going on. It's, like, it's, it's a lot of, it's more controversy that involves attaining these dollars that come from ill-gotten sources, you know, the very work that the that the American people do, the the hard-paying tax dollar payers that live here, those are the target because those people yeah. technically support the one percent. So, my question fucked. is, who it, is the one percent? Well, it's it's a double-edged sword. Like this, this it is. It's it's not a it's not a moot point or nothing like. It's just it's just a hard, controversial topic to like bring up. So I said, like, oh, the U.S. debt right now is at $31.46 trillion from borrowing. By borrowing. Borrowing by the U.S. government accumulated over the nation's history. So as a business. Right. As a business. I was just like, what does this mean? What, is, what does debt growth mean whenever there's no there's – no, 
is it going to get better? What are you supposed to do as a citizen with debt? You're supposed to pay off debt before you fucking make more moves. Was, no, you're uh, making more moves. I, I got the answer for you. The uh, the answer is uh, not necessarily is what we can do as a collective, right? It's not uh, what can everybody uh, gather around, come together, and we can fix the education system. We can't do that because everybody in America has their own ways and their own thinking. What you can do as an American citizen or just just as a person living within the American system is realize through this information we're telling you that you're fucked. And <laughs> the best thing you can do... No, no, seriously. The best thing you can do is understand that maybe you got fucked. Maybe you fell into that system and maybe you underachieve. But it's if you can help, like your children or someone like your uh, nieces or nephew achieve a level you never achieved. That that's the win, and you can you can show them the ways, and you can you can work through the shitty system and help them achieve better because you understand how bad it is. There's a dynamic against it. Um, honestly, like I, I feel like. If people would learn how to use words against people, it's like kind of like how, you know, certain people feel a certain way about voting, right? They say voting changes things. And we know we know the truth about oh, voting. Yeah. Like, well, the, 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 I'm going to just leave it I mean, you can well, have your well, right to vote, but well, does Joe, it really help? So, like, but, Joe has helped me realize whenever it's in, like, small community, voting within the where you live means more than a national vote. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah, it's more exactly. impact it's more impact because it's more localized. Exactly. Yeah, yes, that's where I, I was go, leading off to. I can go talk to Cleve, be like, hey Cleve, you see this stuff that's going on and Cleve be like, Yeah, I don't why no, we we shouldn't do that. We should do this and and I'll be like, Yeah, you know, that's how local but, you can make a more impact on local than you can do on government. But whenever the fucking House of Representatives are trying to pass a fucking bill in Congress that just came out of the fucking nowhere that impacts fucking the whole nation, how the fuck are we gonna do anything about it? You know I, what I'm saying? Like, you're pretty much just fucking farting in the wind at that fucking point. See, a lot of it has to do with communication. It starts at the very source of the problem, and that's getting the information out to the people that need to hear it. If if a person is informed of some, like a lot of people heavily rely on social media. They rely on the Internet for and a I lot of that, that information, and I, I hate that. that. It defeats the whole purpose of face-to-face. You know, it defeats the purpose of face-to-face conversation, like how things were intended to be. And when you have this dynamic in play where people just are looking for a quick source of information, they have a lack of concern because they're more. it puts more focus on the things that they have driven towards currently. Yeah. So if a person isn't, like, knocking at your door, you feel like, all right, somebody's knocking at my door. I don't know who's showing up. I don't want to be bothered, so I'm not going to answer the door. You know, the same thing goes with other choices. When you make a choice to either open a door or close a door, you know, the opportunity at least has to present itself as a door, you know. So if rather if it's shut or closed, you have the choice to interact with it. And, it's, and I feel the same thing goes with the education system is that there aren't 
enough people actively involved in making a change for their community because maybe they don't know how to go about making a change in that process. Maybe it's not, you know, being advertised because other news is being advertised to pollute, you know, whereas, you know, certain platforms only show crime, shows mystery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It shows, you know, dissonance well, and separation between people, but it shows no people gathering together for that cause. Well, people love hysteria, doom, and gloom. People will yeah, fucking... Yeah, they eat that and, shit and, up. And, and look at the news. They're going to fucking capitalize. There's exactly. that word again. They're going to capitalize on that mass hysteria and all the negativeness because how like how much positivity is, is really... Positivity don't sell. No. Positivity well, does not sell. Well, why do you think, like, fucking so many influencers are trying to, like, come up with, like... You know, they're utilizing the system of social media to project a good voice with good intentions, you know what I'm saying? But also, I don't like these motherfuckers because they're, you know, it's... They're pretentious. What is a social influencer? You know what I'm saying? You're getting paid by advertisements. You're getting paid... We are social influencers by doing a podcast, right? We are in the same foreground of that, but we're not in it for a financial gain. We're doing this as a, a premier hobby. You know? Collective. Yeah. We are spreading information that we do background research on, and there's opinion there too, but it's, a, it's still a wholesome value. But look at, look at the internet and how dangerous it is of not just misinformation, but the influence itself. Correct. So, like... I want to ask y'all to a question because y'all are like, y'all are both fathers. Y'all have, and I'm a father to be. So like, how we grew up, it's like you either, oh, you either gonna go to fucking work. Yeah, I mean you're gonna go to work regardless. You're either gonna go straight to work out of school, or are you gonna go to college to potentially have a promised idea of a good job you may find with the degree you have so with y'all's children are you promoting the things that we ended up choosing is to work hard and say fuck school essentially are you going to try to or try to encourage your kids to realize their own mindset on like you know I to encourage see, to, to, to to see the system for what it really is. I encourage the knowledge of my child to know the system for what it really is, the reality of the it. reality. Yes, because you know what the education teaches doesn't. A lot of what is taught in American schools does not sustain what's required to function in a real world standard. Yeah, you know it's like a lot of the things that are used can be used differently, you know, as far as, like, how to calculate distance and time and space between point A to point B. Like, things yeah. like that goes into accordance of, like, planning and maintaining a schedule. And if you want, like, a precise amount of numbers of what time that would require you to do those things, yeah, math teaches that. But for the most part, like, other things that goes into the lines of, like, like history, for example, like history changes every day. And history is kind of like a bogus subject because it's only telling one side of a story. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of controversy. And in there's history a lot of controversy in history they, that goes since, out because it, since it's already been written, 
they're it's afraid to designed. change it whenever they fucking find out some new things. They're they're so scared to change yeah, history. Scholars are change, yeah, scholars are scared to change his, history, whereas if a new idea was presented to them, then it would go into the headlines of a debate. Of, yeah, because it means that someone else is wrong. Exactly, and nobody ever wants to be wrong. And here in America, if you're wrong, it's like that comes with the price. So, yeah, you just got to be mindful of what you say and, you know, just understand how, you know, I guess, you know, the the only slang I know is to know how the game is played, basically. When I uh, when I talk about the kids and talk about education and stuff, um, I tell Charles, since he's, you know, tiptoeing in the high school now. The oldest. Yeah, uh, that high school is the most important. Like, you need to focus. Uh, this actually, and growing up, when in our our age, you know, we worked, we went to school, you know, because we, you know, we didn't grow up from, you know, wealthy families. We worked, we went to school, we, we did had our jobs thing. in high school. Yeah, most yeah. Of us I've had been working jobs since I was fifteen years old. Dude. I remember literally. Joe working at the casino as a fucking cook and a chef. Yeah, literally. He's still going to fucking school and working a fucking full time fucking job, which killed that. my educations. Uh, because I was work, I literally worked graveyard forty hours a week when I was. And it uh, drained you. you yeah, look, you look like shit because you felt like fucking shit. Yeah, but I mean, I had to go to you work. Had, I didn't have to. no choice. Yeah. you know, I mean, you get it gets to a point where you know you see other people and you know their parents go out and buy them shoes, you know, and buy them the new Jordans and buy them, you know, all that shit. And I had to go to work. Why I didn't get picked on for shoes that I wore to school. You know what I'm saying? It's a different element that other people don't understand. But that's the big thing about education and stuff I'm bringing up to my kids is giving them the real. Like, I'm telling Charles, like, look, high school is important. Like, I can't, you know, I mean, I can help you. I can, I want you to succeed. But it's going to have to be on you. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and then this is the society that we live in right now, especially economy wise. It has to be. I I can't compare to like Drew Brees sending his son to school. I can't compare to anybody else. It doesn't matter if you're smart. That's the way America works, though. In a whole, it doesn't matter. In other countries, you're the you're the brightest student in that country. The brightest fucking student. And you have free reign to be the greatest person you can be because of the way your brain works. Yep. And you're smart. And your country wants you to succeed. They want you to be part of their country. They want you to be a top person that produces in their country. And America's like, you don't got $20? Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? They, it don't. I don't give a fuck what your test score is. If you don't have this money, get the fuck out of our college. And that's why... In my opinion, we slack because in America, we only care about the dollar. We only care about the dollar, and it doesn't matter how smart you are, how how fast you are, or whatever. It's about how you can make me the dollar and how I can take the dollar from you. Well, look, check this out. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is alleged. Allegedly. Who knows? Maybe that the schooling system is built on that to only cater towards the academically inclined because 
all corporations know is like, oh, we need workers. We need low end. We need someone who's gonna fucking take that wage and fucking work. You see what I'm saying? That's how it grinds the wheels. Everything has its purpose. You're gonna need workers to have your fucking job, but if you know what I'm saying, like if they're overqualified, you're not gonna hire them because they, you know, they let's let's keep the situation. You know, let's keep everybody the way they are. You know, yeah. it's been running fine. We let's can't keep- fuck up a good thing because we're still getting fucking paid. You know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. You know, to me, I think that we should focus on the the lower. Economic, financially it's, stable families. Of, it's not about that. Though. I know, I know, but yeah. I'm saying like that's. You would think that that's like, oh, we need to help out the lower income. Can I give you an idea of something? Oh fuck yeah, dude, all in, day. In 2022, Louisiana had 637,434 students enrolled in a total of 1,214 schools in 72 school districts. There were 34,642 teachers in the public schools, or roughly one teacher for every 18 students, compared to the national average of a 1 to 116 ratio. In 2020, Louisiana spent, on average, $11,843 per pupil. Louisiana high school dropout rate is 5% higher than the rest of the country, the state also ranked fourth lowest among the percentage of residents who have high school diplomas. Louisiana has the second lowest percentage of residents with an associate's or college experience. Louisiana, and it's not in the notes, Louisiana spends almost $5,000 less per student than the national average. So we spend $5,000 less than the 50th rank country, uh, uh, state in education in the United States, which is, was that Alaska? Uh, yeah, Alaska. Yeah, Alaska. Oh, which, yeah, which, with their big population. You know, we, right, we, we right. probably have 10, 20 times their population They, they pay motherfuckers to live there, you know what I'm saying? Correct. Yeah, but, and then it, it, it ties into uh, 191. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, so we're the prison capital of the world. We're prison fucking capital of the world. We're the most underpaid place in America by $5,000 under the 50th ranked state. So when did it ever change? Never did. It just, it's, it's keeping it, us where keeping it's us keeping us place. where we're the well, fuck we they think we belong. That's fucking that runs full fucking circle. That's, exactly, that's, it's a fucking mind melt. It's like you you put it all together and you just put bricks, you put stones to stones, and you look at it, and it's like you have you have masses, and then you have us, and that's all it is in Louisiana. They try to they, all right, so a corporation will be like, all right, well, thank you. For putting their point out there, go ahead. To run a, you would think to run a good, a good, great business is that you want good, great, smart people. No, I just potentially want a motherfucker to pass a drug test, regardless of their ideals and like their their education. I want to keep you undereducated. I want to keep you. Uh, I want to keep you undernourished. I want to keep your kids undernourished. I want to put them in the system. I want to make the system as hard as fuck while they can't, you know, 
do anything. And if they just and, so happen to succeed, how can they contribute to and our then great state? If if they're so smart, we ain't gonna give them nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't. It, it's just like it's just it. If you look at it in a big bubble, Louisiana has never changed. It has been no. the same thing for, for hundreds like of hundreds of years, and we act like it has changed. You know, we've recently had like the hundred year anniversary for our high school, right? Uh, like our school was built in nineteen twenty three. <laughs> yeah, so here we are in twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. You know, uh, hundred years with education in good old Oakdale. Oh, yeah. And the school, the only thing that's been changed is probably the windows. But as far as the the and, institution, <laughs> the education that is inquired at this uh, institute, has it changed since the day it was built? I'll say uh, whenever I changed schools to Oakdale from the lower school that I, I came from, I went from a class C to what was Oakdale at the time, a double A? No, triple a, a. Class A. Class A. It was just class, class A. a. Yes, yeah, just class A. I started failing. Because the school that I came from gave more of a shit about the students' acknowledgement of the study at hand versus I came over here, well, you don't want to study, then that's on you. It's because the population of people that were there that didn't study and the students yeah, they're yeah. used to. And yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's no... I, I enjoy a small school. Because you can focus more on the students because you have less students versus you go to like how, where Ali graduated from in Athens, Georgia. They had like a fucking class of like 2,000 students that graduated. You know what I'm saying? Like how can you have individual focus on students whenever – like that's why I like the country because it's small. Metropolitan areas, it, it, there's too much – chaos to actually focus on a child's that's why like oh you want to homeschool well then you get you're missing out on social cues your uh, social fucking learnings you know people skills this and that there's yeah, your, things that aren't with with, with every with every good thing there's gonna be a bad thing it's a double-edged sword so like what is actually proper you know would it be oh i don't have the finances to put my kid through a private school system or a charter school system I can only afford a public school system. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, see, why should you even have to pay for that option when exactly. there should be an option available? Education. For the public? It should be available. For the those internet days. was created for a free information, and look at it how it's manipulated in today's time. It's still as is still manipulated as an education system because because they're you can't go you can go to certain web uh, news websites now. And you can only read two sentences from a fucking article, and they're gonna try to make you pay for information to read the full web yeah, article to read on the, the website. Full article on the website. You know, you can't even. And then you try to like cross-reference some shit, and you're you have to read fifty things to come up with an idea, just because everything it, it, there's it pays it, the there, there, there's too much fucking opinion, man. Because America like, what has is even, capitalized on the ways that it pays to know information. Like, yes, capitalize on fucking and capitalism. It's only going to get worse because even in today's age, where you know school funding for lunches, school funding for education, school funding for a lot of the things, where say for example, like 
each year, each parent gets a school list of things that yeah. they have to buy. Yeah. And used to, that budget was about 25, 50 bucks. Nowadays, that budget has doubled. And a lot of the materials that are sent to the school, you never see from the school again. Like, you know, five box tissues or like 10 packets of paper. Like, I don't know what the thing is now, but it's like you get these people who work hard, again, gaining money and assets from the taxpayer's dollar to allocate resources to an institution that is designed not only to help your student learn or help your child learn in an education system, but this education system is limited to the resources that are available, meaning, you know, they don't have the proper know to teach properly. Right. So it, it shorts out on a lot, and Louisiana, sadly, is at the bottom of that totem yep. pole versus places like Colorado or Vermont yeah. or New Hampshire or Jersey. I think it was Jersey that you had mentioned that had the highest. Uh, but most places like that, mostly schools on the East Coast and parts of the West have better education because of the people that live there. Just like on a... From a statistic note to like what I know about schools in reality yeah, yeah. in the different places, you know, I just find it fucking absurdly fucking disgusting that knowledge is a luxury and at a price and has a, a price and, and has a fucking and price it's limited tag. Yeah. and it's 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 free knowledge like you're teaching that knowledge and you 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 have to have a tag on that yeah. It's, and it's it's fucking it's, and it's fucking gross, man. This is it's gross... supposed to be the betterment of humanity. It don't matter what you come from, who you are, what country you live in. It knowledge should not have a price tag on it, and especially people that can obtain that knowledge and turn it into something fabulous. Like you know we, what I'm saying? We're not focused on bettering people. We're focused on keeping them where the fuck they keeping are. Keeping them where they at and where they need or keeping in their them, eyes. Keeping the system rolling. Keeping the ball and chain rolling and act like it's nothing new and it's... The turn the blind eye. Oh, so, Alright, so there was an old band from Louisiana that used to be, uh, I think, based out of Sulphur and Lake Charles. Uh, I'm actually playing... With uh, two of the members now, I'm making music. They're of a band called uh, Southern Death Toll, and they had a uh, they had a, sh- a merch shirt come out. Okay. That said, slavery is involuntary. Well, in this concept is what they were fucking talking about. Is like it's not it's not what slavery like like what we know as slavery, but this type of mentality. Is like we we can't help but follow a system that's so fucking corrupt that we have no choice but to but to oblige but to oblige. Yeah, and it's it's sad. Like that is a really sad reality. Like for a person that feel that they have to get up every day and go to quote unquote work, where they make a dollar to sus- like to sustain a. I guess like a standard of living yeah, for the people they support. And then you have millions of other people who have to follow by the same standard. Not a lot of those people are going to make it on the dream that's being portrayed of being the big, the big money magnet of acquiring like millions of dollars. Like for every, everybody wants to be a millionaire. Like every, like anybody I ask, like, Hey, if you had, 
if you had like $10 million, what would you do? And it's like a lot of people say, well, first off, I'd pay all of my debt. It's like, how is that debt accumulated in the first place? You know, it's like... You're just trying to be a part of society. You're trying to be a part of a society and sustain a standard of living, but your contribution is only weighed by the cost of what it can afford. Check this out. I just recently learned when we all took fucking... Did y'all take driver's ed? Yeah. Yeah. I had to. Before y'all were 18? I had to. Okay, whenever I took driver's ed when I was 15, it cost $150. Which is a lot. It, yes. Right now, it's costing upwards towards four to $500 just for a learning. And they, they don't even, they, you have to have a permit called something else. They told me yesterday before you even have a learner's permit. So, like, you want to talk about a fucking, a fucked up system where they are creating more laws to create financial gain from shit that, we as parents never had to deal with so you we all had parents like oh it wasn't like this in good old days you know why capitalists find ways to make more money yeah they're they're gonna have to tack on pass laws pass laws and and new things just to make a dollar for something they're fucking at a loss and and still it's it's growing exponentially someone has to be at the bottom and when you realize that they're the system is designed to keep 90 percent of us at the bottom it doesn't matter what you want to tag on to who you who you are as a person but when you realize in a whole that it's not even 90 you say 99 percent of everybody on this earth is held back Behind the one percent of the rich. Oh, that most definitely. And key they don't. Word, key word is the law. The law. Fuck. Man. Yes. Fuck the, law they made, Fuck the law they made. The law they enforce. Fuck them. <laughs> we uh we had did an episode. I think it was um uh, it, it wasn't last month. It was a, it was a while back. We had uh, did an episode and something that came up to where uh, we were talking. Uh, it might have been actually might have been with Loomis. It was here. It might have been last month's. But uh, like, why why don't they teach philosophy in high school? Because yeah. they don't want to make you smart. They, they don't, don't want you to. Don't, they don't want you to be smarter than they. They are. want to keep you oblivious to the exactly. system. That way, it it still remains a broken system. And they control it until. And then, they, and then they try to charge you in college to learn philosophy, which I think is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> And I think it is a good and bad thing about the whole philosophy subject I had just brought up. But we are to teach our kids the correct philosophy form and not let that education be bought and paid for to let someone else's systemic ideas of what... Because, like, with, with society, they want you to believe this because this is what... This nation was built on blah 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 blah. blah you know, right, right. I, 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 I'm in full regard against that. Of course, I want my child to develop her own ideas and and learn for herself. Just by it's 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 a, it's a this is a fucked up subject, man. It's a very fucked up subject that people just like ignore and look past. 
Exactly. And it's the uh, the fact that the common people, the people that are in the in this, and they just let it roll by, and they let their children be jeopardized in their future because the lack of the state involvement, especially when you're spending all this money and stuff, and then the biggest my my biggest like thing when it comes to like looking at Louisiana and Oakdale and the education system is how the fuck are you you gonna tax Allen Parish, which is the low passion. Yeah, Allen Parish. Parish is taxed higher than the rest of the world. The rest of the fucking world. But yet, yet, Allen Parish ranks last in education. <laughs> so you're telling me that you will tax the fuck out of me, out of but you you won't help my fucking children get out of the get out of this? Nah, it's a system that is main, and that's why Louisiana sucks in a lot of ways. I love the boot, I love everything about it, but we're built from the boot, and that's why we're you, mad. If when you understand the boot and understand what's going on, and you actually put it out there, like can. What the fuck is going on? Like, how much... And it, uh, it always baffles my mind. How much fucking money do you need? How many yachts do you need? How much land do you need? Can you help people that just want to be just decent in life? Or do you just want us all just... You so- want people to be able in life. Nah, man. They just need people to work. They just need workers. They just need workers. That's why I said the slavery is involuntary in that aspect. A slave the, to the fucking the, system. The Roman yeah, Empire, dude. Yeah, it, the Colosseum. More, in, yeah, empirical. It's an empirical view of like getting a, a exactly. mass of people to support, like you know, the do, uh, the WWE, uh, MLB, <laughs> the NFL, the NHL. It's all coliseums. It's just put in a different light. No one wants to accept it. It's the same fucking thing. You think everybody it's that no was bloodshed no and, more. and it, it generates money. Yeah, it's no bloodshed. Oh well, and, well, and, well there's hey, bloodshed in the Roman in UFC. Em- hey, look in there the Roman Empire. What happened Boxing. to the what happened to the weakest in the uh, in the coliseums? They got their heads decapitated. You know what I'm they saying? They, now they just the, get publicly shamed on the yeah, internet. They get donked they, on, or they get a 70 yard touchdown pass. It's not changed. It's just the idea that we think is changed. It's the way they present it to us that we think is changed. It's all the same fucking thing. It's a misdirection. So they can still capitalize off Ooh, of everything in the world. I like that. Ooh, yep. It's the, all a misdirection, misdirection to think that you have something. Yeah, LeBron made $50 million and he donated to all this charity, but all the people that paid for LeBron to get to that level, all that money spent for him to get to that level. Uh, it goes the whole those. fucking uh, Cleveland could be a fucking empire that no one can touch if. They had all LeBron's money. True. You you look at uh you look at California. Imagine if half of California had the state that Steph Curry had. If it were all allocated correctly, if it were you know, it's like all the money that a person can acquire on one standing from their work. 
Exactly. And just like how that same money, you know, because of the choice of those people who earned it, it's like there's a lot of different celebrities who spend their money differently. Some give to charity, some build organizations, some have colleges named after them. You know, other people, you know, it's just all in like who that person is and what they do to support their community. It still generalizes the common idea of capitalism. I can give a fuck less about social status. Yeah, like I social really status is could. bullshit. I, like I, anything, I, like you know, it, it is words capitalism. Are, yeah, it's fucking words, gross, dude. Words are only as far as the actions prove themselves to be. You know, and that kind of ties into a little bit of the words. It's all about what have you done, not about who are you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this, you know, all the way down to the education system. It's like who you are versus what you can do. It's like despite who you are, despite all these great talents you have, if you don't know how to work, if you don't know how to follow a certain set of guidelines, then you have no benefit. And that's what the... That's the social standard, man. That's what I get out of the education system. It's like if you have no benefit to contribute to our society and standards of what we require, then it's fuck you. Fuck you. And that's why a lot of the times uh, my counselor to some teachers ask that I drop out because they say, well, you, you obviously have it all figured out. You can make it on your own. Ten years later, I make more than most of my teachers, so... Yeah, any of the yeah. teachers out there listening to this podcast, y'all know who I am in my voice, same voice, and it haven't changed since since then. Straight up, hey, I chose a career now, finally, that you don't have to have a degree to go into. Only thing you got to do is just dedicate time to it, and you can move up and make more money than fucking hey, running your own make, business. Does that make us capitalists to fall into that system? Uh, in a sense, it's the only way I can gain. Is by being that involuntary fucking tax-paying slave. Oof. And yeah. there you have it. So, uh... We, uh... Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> and that's gonna be a new coin for you guys. Fuck them. Along with allegedly? Along with allegedly. It so, feels good to be back, man. Uh, congratulations to New Orleans senior uh, Barnes, who has set the national record uh, with offers from 200. And, uh, well, my bad, 125 colleges totaling more than nine million in scholarships, more than any college-bound senior in U.S. history. That's pretty badass. And, and he's from Louisiana. And that's, that's from that's, Louisiana. That's, that's All right, pretty, so Louisiana uh, is looking up and doing better. Okay. I like that. Senior Dennis Barnes. We got a, the world's biggest afro. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Avon Douglas, uh, at 47 years old from Reserve, Louisiana, has the largest afro on a living person for the fourth year in a row, which measures 9.84 inches tall, 10.4 inches wide, and 5. 41 feet in circumference, according to the Guinness World Records. 
which has took Miss Douglas grooming her natural hairstyle for a shocking 24 years. Wait, I've seen her recently. I've seen her recently. Yeah. Dude, she's gorgeous well. too, yeah, she's man. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah she's, she looks amazing. Good. Yeah, I'm about it, about it, bro. Yeah, she's looking real good out there. But yeah, it brought me nostalgia back to whenever I had my afro because. Yeah, I miss your fro, dude. A lot of the time, like, people see it and it's like, yo, is that really your hair? It's like, how it touches. Like, oh, oh yeah, you told me about that, that shit. That was like that's the, the worst, worst shit. Yeah, that's the worst thing you can ask a person is like, can you touch their hair because of like the oils, the DNA? But what if it was a beautiful lady? Even then, I mean, like, I mean, it, it's my hair. We talk like you talk about getting personal. Like, if I have likes to this woman, then right, maybe, right, just right. maybe, you know, I might. Like, all right, mama. Yeah, like, yeah, you, it's you all right. It. I yeah. guess you know, but for the most part, like when it comes to like upkeep, maintenance. The amount of stress and time, like all the sore arms from like having to like comb it out, you know, I, I feel Miss Douglas. But uh, yeah, shouts out to her. That's for awesome. The, yeah, that's really for cool. The world's biggest afro from Reserve, Louisiana. That's yeah, from awesome. Reserve, Louisiana, of all the places, holding it down. So, Koba, I seen some uh, happenstance up in uh, Fort Worth Zoo. I see that, man. So, like. <laughs> the Fort Worth Zoo has released 55 of one of the rarest species of snakes into the wild, which happens to be in our biggest national forest, which is Kasachi. Oh. It is now home to 55 Louisiana pine snakes, which is the rarest, like I just said, in North America. Uh, the Fort Worth Zoo is one of the four breeding centers for this rare species. This snake is one of the rare uh, quote. This snake is one of the rarest and most endangered snakes in North America, and that's why the Fort Worth Zoo participates in breeding program to maintain a healthy, diverse population. Each spring, the zoo releases Louisiana's pine snakes and hatch right. hatch rays at the zoo into their native habitat. At Kasachi National Forest. That's awesome. This week's release marks their seventh annual and also most most snakes released in a single year. The Ellen Trout Zoo in Lufkin and the Memphis Zoo also released more snakes this week. The Fort Worth Zoo said that the Louisiana pine snake is the most endangered species in North America and the most the population is threatened by a Logging and wood harvesting. Ooh. That's what we do at work. Hey, that's what we do, <laughs> We tear up hey, that we... fucking forest. Hey, fuck them hey, pine hey, trees. Hey, if like, it, fuck if them snakes, If man. it ain't the petroleum industry, if it, if it ain't the petroleum industry, and it ain't rice, and it ain't sugar cane, we take it in trees now. Oh, no, yeah, but that's... Cutting them pines. But yeah. it's crazy, though, to think that uh, deforestation... That deforestation. Effect, deforestation that affects our habitat in Louisiana, especially... In central Louisiana, where uh, forestry is a big industry in Louisiana, especially to us personally, because you know, yeah, uh, dinero and shit, yeah, the money yeah. and stuff that's involved on but capitalizing on the, the destruction of the person's habitat and where it's claimed to be. That's what this country's so, built So these, of. The, these snakes are non poisonous and they're actually really great snakes. They're they pretty just, too. They're pretty. Yeah. Neither were the people that were inhabiting this country <laughs> <laughs> before colonial arrivals. Good I'm job. sorry, man. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> 
we're back. And we're back. God damn. I had to let that one out, man. But yeah, bro, like um, <laughs> deforestation, <laughs> it does affect not only the masses of humanity, but it also affects the nature that keeps that very humanity in balance. Except for fucking nutrients, dude, because they're still you can still kill those motherfuckers. They serve a purpose. No, they don't. They're fucking they don't. they're killing our marshlands, which is causing more erosion on the coastal lines. Kill nutrients and eat them. It's good eating. Well, uh we've been uh hardening the paint for 1 hour and 46 minutes, so we got to wrap this shit up. We're going to uh, end this on a very positive note. Well, it's not I want I say positive just because I do love this band and we it's it's some uh, some some aggression that we're feeling from this episode, and so we we need something that we can release some aggression to. I agree. And so um, so I came across this band a while back, like a, a, a while while back. Uh, the band's called Toothless, and for I know you guys, <laughs> hey, we get along. <laughs> well, the, the the song is called Grinner too, so oh, it, it kind of oh. goes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But uh, I know I know that like you know we're all metalheads and stuff, and it, it kind of like their their sound resonates with the type of metal we all kind of grew up with, like some some hardcore esque metal kind of technical. So they they get a lot of influence from let's like, say like Norma Jean or. Or uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, that's know? what I got when so I like, heard them. Hailing from uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, this four-piece mathcore metalcore band, Toothless, fuses chaotic elements from, let's say, Chariot, Norma Jean, and Dillinger with heavy riffs and uh, some Southern S stuff style. Like every time I die, Toothless found its beginnings in mid 2015 with guitarist uh, Eric Norvolsky and drummer James Slattery. The two slowly recruited a bassist named Scott Wood and another guitar player named Bob uh, Dudash. Dudash? Sorry if I mispronounced your name, buddy. Uh, after trying out a few vocalists, they finally found Travis Anton- uh, Antonello. And they fit the role of the frontman. The five piece wrote and recorded material for their first EP before Bob Dudash had to leave the band in 2016, having this position filled by Brian. Zan, Zanetti, Zanetti, I think, dude. I, we're hey, they got the everybody. Everybody names, knows how like, names are pronounced. Yeah, like they that. got them exciting names. All right, so June twenty sixteen, the band released their first title EP, Toothless EP, featuring uh, chaotic tracks, sensory deprivation, and more hardcore into tracks like uh, you uh, Look, you can find them everywhere. You can get down on it. Uh, they they are in the works right now with some new material, and they have done a lot of work. Uh, so like the May 2020, they saw released uh, Misinformed EP recorded at Silver Bullet Studios with Greg Thomas of End and Misery Signals. I I, I grew up listening to Misery Signals like that's, 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 so that kind of hits home with me and uh, Chris uh, Teddy of oh, World Is a Beautiful Place and I'm No Longer Afraid to Die. The band. Just shot a video at that time too, back in 2020, and uh, the current members are Travis uh, Antonello on vocals, Eric Nabolski, bass vocals, uh, Brian Zanetti on guitar, and James Slattery on drums. 
Shit, yeah, man. I hear some original yeah. names still in the mix, so it kind of reminds me of what we had going on. And uh, yeah, today's song is uh, gonna be Grinner. It's uh, for for you know for musicians out there that uh like and respect metal. It's a banger and a half, dude. Good quality stuff. Um, for those who don't like metal, you listen to it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking saying. It'll be all right. Big man. shout out to Toothless, man. The, the guys, the, anytime I messaged them, they messaged right back. Um, I, I appreciate, like, that's like my favorite style of metal is what they do. And so uh, it resonates pretty at home with me. So big shout out Pennsylvania Cuff. That shit, yeah. Uh, fuck it. Listen to the show and I can't wait to listen to this tune. Or, no, fuck it. Fuck yeah, man, get loud. Not fuck them, man. Nah, nah, like, not, not fuck them. Yeah. Guys, check this tune out, though, man. Hopefully, y'all can release some of the pent up aggression that the. If you're in the U.S. listening to this episode, you know, hopefully this song go release some of that pent up aggression that you may have towards that. And we're 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 three men that like were like born and raised in like the lower societal aspects of life, and so thank you for reminding me. Yeah, so like it. We need we need some uh something to fucking you know punch the air to and fucking you know if get I, that release. That, that's right, man. So for those listening, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh for Third Coast Podcast, I'm Joe. What it do, Gators? Sitting here with my two co hosts, Cleve. Man, what it do, man. It's your boy Cleve and can't forget the one and only. I got Koba over here, man. Uh love and appreciate y'all. Tell your mama I said I miss her. Uh, check y'all out next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. check y'all out next week, man. Y'all can yeah. check us out, man. Whichever one happened first, but we out.